0: Viewer discretion is advised. I walk out and uh, I say I make a decision I'm going to tell my wife. She look at me like, you know, with my eyes in tears and I say, what's going on? And I say, oh, I I just can't do it anymore. And she say, for what? And then I say, there was something happened to me in Samoa that I never ever, I was too afraid to tell you. So I told her.
1: Mandate.
2: Welcome to Mandate, where we navigate fresh perspectives and nothing's off the table. Tonight's guest is originally from from Samoa, the beautiful island of Samoa, the sacred centre. 685 Samoa, but now resides in the Bay of Plenty. Uh, but also originally from um, Tamaki Makauru. He is um, a man with an amazing journey, amazing story. He's the lead support peer, uh, or lead peer support worker uh, for male survivors in Bay Plenty. He also is a fitness and health coach. He's the founder of Better Lifestyle Fitness and also Break the Cycle. So please put your hands together for the Uso himself, the man, Yupo Tangolosa
0: yeah just just thank you thank you to the lord you know for giving the opportunity to to actually have a talanoa um, yeah thank you thank you so
2: Mm. Oh my lord, my a sweet fool. So, and it is it's, it's, it's the same for us. We just real um, privileged and we honoured to have you here, here tonight. And so, before we kind of dive into the conversation, also, can you tell us a little bit about your, about your role now? Because you, because I remember you back in um, Ot- Otaheite, and you did a lot of uh, better lifestyle fitness. But now you're out in the Bay of Plenty. So, how? What's? Tell us a bit about, about their journey from being in Tamaki Makaurau, but now being situated and located in in the Bay of Plenty.
0: Yeah, it's um it's been a it's been a journey to be honest to be honest with you. So, uh, I think it was the end of um was the end of two thousand and twenty yeah, twenty twenty one. Uh with all the COVID, you know, the gym. I had a bit of a challenging, you know, time there. Um but then my wife actually diagnosed with brain tumor. Um and that was the last call of uh of us, you know, in the, I guess, I guess we're gonna, gonna talk about it later. Uh, and the journey that was my wife, my wife was the one that actually, um, accepted me who I was telling my abuse and what happened to me. So when she told me, um, about the result of the, of the scan, um, I gave her a hug and I said, we've, we're gonna sell the business. And make a move to um for her to spend time with uh, with the kids and something that's really a bit quiet you know from uh auckland so yeah we make the decision then that we're gonna move out so didn't didn't really have any plan to be honest uh we actually just sold everything i didn't have any work um but was pretty much um Coming from Samoa, you know, I have a lot of faith. I, I went back into my faith. I said to my wife, we're going to give it to the Lord and see what um what he's going to provide for us down there. And it was the same month that we were planning to move down. Actually, um, got a phone call from one of the colleagues from Taranaki. And uh, he asked me to check how the business, and and I told him that we, we're moving down to Tauranga. And he said, are you serious? And I said, yeah. We're moving down and I say, bro, you can, you know, can you give Bruce a call? They're actually looking for somebody down there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, got uh, call him and then I apply for the job. Got an interview. Moved down the same week that I start working for um, Male Survivor's Beer Plenty. Man. Just blessing,
1: to be honest. Jeez. Man, straight into it. Mm-hmm. Um, your faith there does your wife share your faith or if she doesn't how has that been sort of trying to get her to see your perspective yeah.
0: on faith yeah it was it was quite interesting uh, journey because my wife's European um and I I guess like you know she she got baptized but she never went to went into church or explored uh, the Bible and, and everything like that so she never really it was challenging for me you know um in there i went away from it for for a while i guess i went into f- looking the kiwi way and i was thinking oh this is this is the way you know and and even going into business i thought you know that was the that was the way um but then i think when i came back from uh, from samoa i was telling the brother here um doing all my paperwork my wife told me that um, the doctor actually told her that she can't have kids uh when she was 18. so from there i got really angry uh, because back in Samoa, you know when when a family have kids you know um, as a gift from from Mm -hmm. god you know so i told her that no one's going to tell me that we can't have kids um if if the lord will will bless us with kids you know uh, we will have kids and i think from there we did And then we, and I'm sure we tried it, we tried it, and then uh, we went into foster parents for seven years. We had two boys in our gear. And then from foster parents, we adopted my older brother. I mean, my younger brother, sorry. Um, And then after that, we tried it at AVF. We got lucky with one, uh, our our oldest girl, Mm -hmm. one cycle. And then... The second one was one year apart, um, was natural. And, and, and I guess, you know, go back into your question about faith, how my wife there. So all that time until, you know, when she told me about the result of the scan, I reminded her, uh, remember what happened to us and when I said, said to you. So it's funny enough, like, you know, when uh, we up here, we, 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 used to, we used to go to um, Life Church up here. But because of the I guess the confused like the Samoan language, she was kind of confused about you know how can I fully understand about the the faith but when we moved down to Taranga um we we connect with the the European church and I went in one Sunday and then um invited her to come in the second you know the following Sunday, and she was just like, "Wow." It's actually European church. <laughs> 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 so yeah, so she, you know she's now fully understand um she's learning, um, and I guess like you know with everything that we went through, she's now accepted that, you know it is faith that got us mm. that got us this far beautiful, mm. awesome.
2: beautiful. Mm. <clears throat> man life hasn't been really's uh, been a bit of bruises. like you, you said <laughs> you said, yeah' some, some rules like. Some heartbreaking stuff with your wife and her brain tumour then obviously in the mm-hmm. beginning from coming from Samoa to New Zealand and, and kind of kind of um, getting used to the culture here.
0: Yeah, I didn't I and I, I guess like you know, I didn't really thought about that way. Like, you know, I thought, you know, at the beginning I um I took a blame uh, I, I blame a lot of my dad for, for not being there because I never had a dad. You know, my dad passed away before I was born. You know, same month, I mean, same year, but different month. Mm. Um, he he was, um, he passed away in March and I was born in uh, October mm. in the same year. So I never had a dad in, in my life. I guess my granddad was pretty much my father figures and all my other uncles. Mm. And then, um, <coughs> yeah, rugby was pretty much uh, kind of, means in my life you know it's just knowing how they talk and how they do life so that's how i learned you know to be a man mm. really um but yeah it's been it's been a journey mm. to be honest yeah. Also. but if i look back now you know it's <laughs> you see i can see the reason why i went through the journey mm. uh, and that was the reason why i i reach out you know i would love to share because i know there's there's a lot of or um, not only for our, our means that come that move from Samoa to here, but also um, seeing the relationship of our means that were born here, that was Samoan born here, their fathers that were born and raised in Samoa move here. There's the, their relationship and how it impacts them. It's yeah, it's just we just can't. Uh, I, I guess like for me, I can't just carry on with my life and not to to share, and hopefully that I can help one. One, uh, you know, Samoan or or Pacific Island brothers out there too, mm. you know, with their journey. Some. That's
2: good, man. Mm.
3: That's good also. My Are my you rules. able to share about some of that stuff that really impacted your journey? Yeah, I've,
0: you know, I've I never ever thought, you know, um, being in in Samoa, I never thought that well, um sexually abuse was was a thing. Mm. Um. But i think I think when we um have our own kids, it's our foster boys that actually bring a lot of memories you know and, and during that time i um I was slowly giving up in rugby i was, you know i was getting <laughs> getting old and um and then bringing the boys in uh in our home, I realized the life that they used to live moving from home to home. That's exactly how I was, like, you know, uh, without a father, without, you know, having somebody to, to go to, you know, and talk about things that happen, you know, it's bringing a lot of memories in, into me. So, and then I start struggling with uh, pornography, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't know why I was doing it. Um, my wife actually caught me, uh, you know, being a Samor thinking that, you know, if you, if you're watching on a, on a, on a laptop, you know, mm-hmm. no one's going to know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. then my wife go through the history, history yeah, yeah. yeah and and i was like i got really angry and defensive like mm. you know what i didn't do it <laughs> the foster, the foster boys, eh? no no <laughs> <laughs> well i didn't want to blame i didn't want to blame on them yeah, eh? yeah, yeah, yeah. because you know it's part of our job to keep them safe mm. you know and and then she you say well just nobody else that go on their laptop it's, it's huge of so it course a lot of you know mm. but then one of the things that I used to do as well is, is being uh, dreams, you know, um, bad dreams. I never, I didn't know where it comes from, you know, being dreams about, you know, uh, things that happened to me and then I end up, you know, wet the bed as an adult, you know, and I used to hide from my wife, hide from my wife and one night got caught. And I said, and then my wife asked me, what happened? And I said, oh, I just wet the bed. I'm sorry, I, I don't know, I just had a bad dream but I never, never thought, you know. But uh, I think it was 2017, we had the gym. Then, you know, we've sorted everything. I was sitting in the office. And um, things was really tough, you know. I had a business and I thought, you know, everything. And then it was before Christmas. Um, we had a bit of an argument with my wife, and I, I think it was the stress of getting the presents and things like that, and then... Um, my wife actually we sat down and, and she said she said to me she was really angry like you know she she said if if there's something going on that you really want to sort it out if it's us please tell us or you know if you want to walk away then go away because this is actually affecting us mm-hmm. if not talking to us when you get angry you just take off and she was swearing like for the first time I ever hear her like swearing, saying the if like you know, and I say, Wow, there's something there's something that's actually going on here. So my thought of sorting out what was going on is um, is going back home and retaliate and mm-hmm. take a revenge, you know, I was thought to, to ask somebody to pay an airfare and go back and um, and kill the guy that actually done it to me. But that was my thought of thinking, you know that's that's what she's asking me to do is to sort things up <coughs> you know um but i never i never i never told her what has actually happened, <coughs> but going through that plan um I realized you know in the computer was my my girl's photos was on there and then on the wall it's uh, my foster boy's photos on the wall, so those photos actually gave me uh, a lot of memories of um Man, you know, you if you go back home and do what you're going to do, um, you know what it likes growing up without a without a dad. Mm-hmm. You're gonna put these girls through what you went through. If you go mm-hmm. back home, whatever you're going to do, you are probably gonna end up in jail, or even kill yourself. And then these girls are gonna grow up without you, mm-hmm. and it's gonna have an impact into my my village my family, my siblings, and then especially for my, my wife and my girls. So, so yeah, that was, um, that was the, I guess like for me was what am I going to do then? Am mm. I going to tell my wife or am I actually going to, um, run away yeah. and continue with the plan? I was in tears. I walk out and uh, I say I make a decision I'm going to tell my wife mm. and that's what I said you know I when I walk out and my wife said to me she looked at me like you know with my eyes in tears and they said what's going on and I said oh I, I just can't do it anymore and she said for what and then I said there was something happened to me in some that I never ever I I was too afraid to tell you mm. what was going on i said what's what what happened so i told her you know it's actually i never thought that it was a sexually abuse you know i thought you know maybe that was normal back back home you know um but then i i look at it now with you know the boys that we had and it's being you know really i've been really trouble you know i've been really struggle with it um that i never agreed you know and it was never Something that I I did want it I didn't enjoy it um, And it, it's been really uh, making me angry, you know And then she, you know, she gave me a cuddle She gave me a hug It's probably the first time I feel, you know, love You know, dad's never dear. Never you know, he was never getting that cuddle from, from dad and, and a hug You know, and say I love you, you know And um, yeah, she, she say I love you um, But we're all going to get some help for you and yeah it's it was the beginning of the the healing journey from there but yeah man it's it's been really uh tough thinking about our culture thinking about our religions our faith i guess you know um yeah the, the ma you know and and one of the things I, you know, you get, I get really struggle with is how can I tell my family, mm. um, because I knew then they they either mock me, they either make fun of me, or um, they will cut me off. Mm. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I, I guess going back, you know, it was my faith that actually pushed me through, because um, there's no any other way. I, I realized there's no any other way um if everybody else cut me off um if i can save my girls and my my, my wife i guess that's all that matter you know F- you know thank you to the lord that didn't happen you know my my sibling is still stand by me and and we still have a good relationship yeah, yeah. um but yeah
3: because it's not like um something that you just recent oh it's not something that happened years ago in terms of the healing journey it's just recent eight that you're and you're still going through it yeah and um what has it been like because it was sorry you don't need to share details and you don't, we don't need to know but like was the perpetrator a family member or just someone that was close to the family
0: no, so the, so the perpetrator <coughs> was um, was a family, like not not really family related. You know, it was mm. was someone that I guess like uh, was kind of trusted around the, mm. around the family, doing all the jobs. And yeah. you know, back in Samoa, everyone yeah, is kind yeah. of going to yeah. each other's house, and you know, you don't really ask, you don't really um, why that you know these things happen. Yeah. Everybody's you know when the boys sleep. We, you know, fall in love. You know, everyone sleep together, and you know, and things like that. No one's really talk about these things. You know, um, that these things are. It's never happened. Mm. You know, and I'm, you know, I, I guess like I'm hoping that. Now that you know, we're starting to come forward. Just encouraging our, you know whoever that struggle with with it, you know, and, and you knowing that if these things happen, yes, it did happen. And, you know, you don't have to, I guess, to um, suppress them or hide them because it's really common. What we, found, what we find with uh, what I'm doing now is, um, it takes 20, 20 to 40 years for a man to actually disclose. Wow. And it really, uh, it, it is true. The, with the means that I'm now working working with, I mean, it takes me 35 years of, you know, of my life, you know, trying to figure out what is actually going on. So some of the means that I'm working with now, some of them say there's, you know, 25 years, 36 years of struggling, drugs, alcohol, you know, or even um, separation from their families. And it got to a point, you know, they had enough. They can't. They can't hide it. They know they can't run away from it. They just, you know, just have to find a find a um, a, find some help. And I was, you know, really grateful that we have what we have now, and you know, hopefully that um, it's getting out there to, for our means to. You know, come forward and get some help.
3: Hello, mm. mm. so, lover, for your strength and courage because it's mm. not it's not common yeah. name, especially yeah. for our Samoan and islands you know that's stuff you don't talk about and even if you do end up sharing about yeah. it they'll say why do you say that for do you hate our family and, mm. and for you to come out like what mm. like it must have taken you a lot of strength um, and courage um, I was I'll, really
0: yeah I was really blessed that um, when I've when me and my wife went to the doctor and asked for for help um, the doctor said um, we actually have got some uh, we've got a psychologist that actually come here every thursday uh, would you like to see her and i say, mm. yeah, yeah yeah oh and then he said there's two of them there's one salmon and uh, another one as european would you like w- which one would you um, comfortable or prefer and i say, oh salmon lady <laughs> yeah i i have to say um in the beginning of the journey having her at mm. being a Samoan and understand where we come yep. from, yeah. man, it really helped me. Mm. Like it was just allowing me to cry in a room like a baby. Mm. And yes, you know, she was able to give me a hug, mm. you know, and because I didn't, you know, us, I don't know if any of you score into a psychologist or even know mm. what psychologist is Truth. all about. Mm. Um, I didn't know what it, wh- what is all about because I thought when we went to the doctor I thought okay maybe she, maybe going to give me medicine. some pills <laughs> and, yeah. and take all these yeah, thoughts and all these yeah. you know and um but then when he said about psychologists and say oh psychologists so after that appointment I, I went home we went and then I done a bit of a you know go- google. or google yeah. <laughs> and yeah. say what is this? psychologist and then uh, yeah it was all about you know sharing and, and talk about what's actually going on so so i believe there's um there's n- not a lot of uh, our our means that actually i guess know the um there is help and and uh, um i guess for psychologists or counseling but now we have the peer support which is this there is a different yeah yeah uh, for those uh and those therapy so yeah it's which is again, I gonna look now like you know the European means I guess like you know they, for them, that's their therapy you know yeah, they go yeah. to the one on one with a psychologist and counselling, but for us, we don't really we get the mm. we get the old broom or um, get get done mm-hmm. already right, you know you don't talk about those things or even I don't. just choke about it. Yeah. you know we we'll just laugh about yeah, it you know yeah, just joke yeah hey? <coughs> <coughs> this brother here I had a sleep over you know yeah that's
2: yeah. but, but how has it been um you Paul in terms of your your, ro- your role now as the lead peer support worker like surely there's there's a lot of men you've you feel like you've kind of kind of put some some light to their lives or kind of some healing as well
0: Oh, it's being amazing. It's been an amazing journey because, you know, moving down there I was also had a fear of um New Town mm. and uh not knowing anybody and also, you know, um being Samoa, going into Rotorua because we covered a whole bit plenty, I was thinking, What am I going to do with the Maui brothers? Mm. You know, um I don't speak Maui and you know, what what do I need to do? But um it, again I was thinking, uh, all I was thinking about is if this is the the calling from, you know, from, from God for me to share and help these means to share my story or my experience, then, um, this, this is it, you know, it's, it's going to motivate me to, to actually meet, even if it's uncomfortable, amazingly, like, you know, I think I've, at the moment, I've got 25 means on my, um, caseload that come forward you know oh. through the service alone because you know the service has been going for almost three years now oh. there's like 100 hundred oh. means that came through so yeah so 100 means that came through and uh in the service so there's also in uh um i think the brother sam also shared that you know one in six one in six means that, um experience um some form of sexual violence before they turn 18. <laughs> mm. Mm. So it's, you know, to go back into your question has been really, uh, I guess, uh, fulfilling, I guess, mm, it's rewarding, good. rewarding, mm. yeah, it's been really rewarding journey, uh, even though sometimes it is tiring, uh, listening to some of the means because similar story, some of them are a lot heavier than, um, oh. than others, um, but, yeah, it's been really rewarding. Yeah, man. Well, so are you cool.
3: able to explain um, to us what peer support is? Because um, people might not know the difference between counselling, psychiatrists yeah. and a peer support. yeah.
0: So it's, uh, it was funny, like, you know, I asked that question in, in, uh, last, in our last meeting. What is peer support? Yeah. Uh, what's the difference of peer support and actually counselling? So, and then uh, I realised that, so counselling is, is actually um, in the room, mm-hmm. uh, in the four walls, uh, one hour. And once you're one hour finished, you're finished, you're done for the day. And it's all about, you know, the, the client. Um, the peer support is, is a, lot f- uh, a lot more um, freedom. Uh, I can take them out for coffee. I can take them to do some exercise. I can take them out for um, fishing uh, or even just walking, you know, um, in, in the ways that uh, we make it, peer support is making it a lot easier for our, our means to, to communicate while we're doing things that's, um, that they feel comfortable of um, not sitting in the in the room mm. with them, so so yeah. Hopefully that yeah, um, yeah. that yeah. help.
3: And I, I guess with peer support too, a lot of the peer support workers um, have experienced what a lot of the clients are going through themselves. Like
0: so yeah, so that's one of the um, the difference. policy mm. of uh, organisation is um, <coughs> having somebody that have been through. Mm. Uh, themselves uh, have the experience and also um, done uh, healings themselves yeah. uh, because one thing is you're going through uh, I mean have the experience but if they haven't done that work themselves then um, it's it's going a bit of a struggle to yeah, yeah. Mm. to hear yeah. and work with somebody that's going through the, the healing journey as well so mm. and uh, the brother Sam Sam mm. yeah yes. uh, it's actually uh gonna become a um yeah uh he's gonna do some volunteering work oh. for us Sweet. so yeah it's Sam. again that's there's another win for um f- yeah. for what we we'll do so mm. wow
1: that's good man that's awesome it, it almost like when i think about your journey as a father as well as your journey to heal um i'm i'm of think about your role as a father and how you have those conversations you know you mentioned the conversation with your wife um, but also those conversations with your children and safeguarding them because I suppose excuse me um, that that's also a part of breaking the cycle is being able to empower your children so they're able to protect themselves because obviously as parents you know we can't always be there with them every second of the day so how has that journey been for you in terms of safeguarding your children and helping them be a bit aware about the dangers and, and all that sort of stuff?
0: Yeah, I was it's thinking about, you know, us in, uh, in the islands, we don't really talk about, you know, um, private parts and these other things that, you know, you shouldn't be doing and, you know, we just want them to be successful and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, throughout my journey, I realised that these conversations are actually um, very important. Mm-hmm um and and i think as young as they they are because see most of the uh, the story that i'm now hearing is like from five years old some of them three years old so like it, it goes all the way down so i th- i think most of the time that we've asked we hear you know we we heard from parents saying oh don't talk about those things they're too young they don't know about those things you know but if we don't talk to them and and actually how they can protect themselves and who they go to when these things happen, then our kids will, you know, they won't Mm. go to anywhere. They don't know what to do. Yeah. Mm. uh, To actually break that cycle, you know? And, and yeah, I think like it is getting easier now to actually having that conversation with them. Um, but yeah, the beginning was, I was finding it really awkward. Mm. You know, because, you know, we don't really talk about it. Yeah. You know, yeah. these things.
2: Yeah, yeah. You're right. Because, you know, we don't, we don't, especially as Pacific Islanders and more so as our you know, the birds and the bees, you don't talk about that, all yeah. that stuff with your kids. Or we are not we're, we're used to our parents kind of sharing those kind of um, conversations. But for you now, like, like Jay was, Jayman was saying that it's kind of given you a, New perspective. You feel more f- free to f- free to, to share? share with
0: yeah. with them, and you know, knowing that we're educating, we cut, you know, we're educating yeah. them, you know, how to keep themselves safe. Who who will um, they need to tell mm. uh, if there's any of 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 these body parts that's being you know pleased to tell us, you know. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's being a I guess new but you know i feel I, I guess give a bit of a confidence that you know oh oh Gil's gonna you know kind of come to kind uh, of come to me uh when these things whatever. because you are right we we don't stay with them 24 7. you know they get to school they're gonna have friends that they want to go and stay with uh they're gonna want to go and do things by themselves but at least they they know. This is right. This is not right. Mm. I've got to have to tell somebody.
3: So God also,
0: man. It's interesting, how you, know,
2: you pull because I know you're, you're a godly man, and your faith is, is instrumental in, in, in terms of who you are. And I remember talking to Sam about this. I think I was dropping off, dropping him off um, to his hotel, and I asked him, "Hey, how about forgiveness? Or did we talk about forgiveness today? Yeah, like, we can did, you ever yeah, truly forgive?" forgive. And so, for you being a, a believer and a, a Christian, how uh, how was it for you? Were you able to forgive this individual, or you still finding? Obviously, you're still finding it hard. Or has there been you know, a some sort of?
0: Yeah, it's kind of um, it's 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 funny, like you know, with um with those one that what I what I picked up now is for those one that have no belief, or maybe they they don't believe, uh, they don't have any faith for spiritual belief I guess uh, forgiveness is, is a really struggle for them but for my journey is I have to be really honest and for any of our brothers out there that struggle with if they can do if they want that healings and, and if they can do one things from uh, from this conversation is forgiving is it was probably the number one things that set me free mm. and it was uh, from from the book uh forgive to live it was a book that called forgive to live um and i didn't even didn't even read half of it it was only like a couple of pages that it, you know it was one of the uh counselor that actually gave gave it to me um i read a couple of pages and i realized and i said man i i actually need to forgive the person that actually done it to me and i have to forgive myself of you know and then i go back into my faith realize that what what i was taught you know jesus died for me and forgive our sin and all that i was like okay so this is, makes sense so yeah i wrote a um i wrote a kind of little little note on my phone for the person that actually done it to me uh i never i never get to send it to him but in the in the form of i get to read it mm. Mm. You know, so every now and again, uh, I also got a photo of him on my phone, in a, in a way that the journey's never stop. Mm. It, it's you know, you hear people say um, forgive to uh, forgive and forget. Mm. You never forget. Yeah, you won't forget. You know, and uh, the journey's it doesn't stop there. And I think I post one of the things this week was uh, the healing. The healing is a journey. It's not a one one off session or something like that. Mm. Because some you know, some sometimes, you know, when they do one session and they feel, Oh yeah, I've I've done it. Again, promise that it doesn't stop there. So I carry that photos with me. Uh and some sometimes taking the time off to to acknowledge, you know, and also, you know, I forgive you but I forgive you. I forgive what you have done for me, you know, almost sad it makes me sad make me angry sometimes but it really teach me how to um deal with my emotions you know when i get angry you get sad allow allow myself to be sad and be angry but it's also knowing that i don't have to stay there Mm. you know jesus is already forgive. you know he's already forgiven i you know i've got to give it to him and mm. you know he's the one that's gonna gonna do the judgment for one day you know i've i've got to have to live what is yeah so it's definitely you know i've say I, I hold nothing to to, to this brother yeah. here i done in some man, oh. man you're,
2: you're a better man than I am, man, bro. <laughs> bro you, you, you saying this for me I was like man it's quite
0: peculiar that you hold us yeah. take a photo of him and I was like but man but it's uh, it, it is it is challenging you know yeah, we know yeah. we all you know we all have uh what is it called um monster in us mm. you know in 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 those are the things that struggle us you mm. know uh when 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 this things, uh, if we don't, if we hold on to it, um, I guess, uh, you know, it will soon come out and it's kind of, it's not going to come out to the person that actually done it, but it's going to go into somebody mm, that actually you mm, love or, you know, our loved ones, yeah. know, loved one. so it's, it's it's sad, mm.
1: but I guess that's, that's the outcome.
2: Wow. Mm.
1: And it's awesome to see. Like, I just want to acknowledge just how awesome it is to see, you. like, you have such a positive and calm demeanour about you for someone who's, um, has obviously gone through such a traumatic experience. And it's, it's really aspirational because I think there's a lot of people who struggle and you're right. The healing is a journey and every day when you go through something traumatic like that you have days where it just plays on your mind yeah. and you can't escape it um and other days you're fine and sometimes you don't get to choose what days are good and which days are bad but it's cool to see that you can choose how you respond to it yeah. um so i just wanted to, to give you props for that um Thank one of you. the things that i saw that you uh, you're doing this really interesting challenge a mount everest challenge <laughs> and i thought you know what was i wanted to ask what's the importance of finding a mountain to climb because i feel like symbolically you're doing this challenge but I think sometimes people need something to challenge them and sometimes that helps them sort of overcome some of those traumatic things you know it doesn't heal them completely but it can help sometimes so how's that journey been for you and what do you think is the importance for people to find a mountain to climb?
0: I think it's it's, 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 um when we go through and, and draw in our life, you know, we're, we've been running that, I guess, this, I call it the system, you know, uh, over and over. Uh, we get used to it. Sometimes we just close our eyes and, and do it because it's automatically, um, you know, 30, 40 years of life living that, that that journey. But I think finding that mountain to climb and, and knowing that, you know, this is what I want to get to. This is where I want to get to. Is, um, it's giving another purpose for them um something that they know uh it's outside of what their normal uh, routine that they normally do so so yeah and and that and that's it you know for the mount everest um challenge and and down in uh mm-hmm. i guess like me being new down in Beer plenty nobody actually know me um down there Yes, we have uh, male survivors over there, um, but it's but it's also uh, really um, it's still um, closed door, you know. So I guess it's getting getting our name out there into the, you know, hey, you can come and you can come and climb, you know. You don't have to disclose anything over there, you know. You just just come and join us, you know. Encouraging some of our means that still. Sitting on the side, or maybe fifty-fifty. You know, one leg's there, and one is in like You know, you can still, you can still do it. You can, no matter what, how hard it is, no matter how challenging it is, you can. It's possible to actually come, come forward. So, yeah. That's, That's, awesome, yeah. That's good. Awesome. awesome.
3: Awesome. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Hey, also back to your kids. Um, do you allow your kids to go sleep over people's houses or? Mm,
0: I used to be really struggle with it in the beginning, including my own brothers and sisters. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but my wife actually talked to me and they say, um, you realise that your kids, is, your girls is always asked to go and stay at your auntie, I mean their auntie, your sister. But just thinking about, you know, the relationship that they're going to have, they're going to miss out from having that relationship with them. And I think... We have to be, you know, talking to them and, and be confident that we actually taught them. And um, and then I talk to my sister about what actually happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's kind of open, knowing, understanding that, you know, if if these things happen, please, you know, I've, I'll be really, um, you know, disappointed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we do. We do allow to mm-hmm. my sister uh, and my brother, but anywhere else it's not
3: yeah yeah because yeah. you gotta be at peace have that peace of mind there if you mean because i only ask because there's a guy called uh, matt brown who's quite um yeah. influential in this space and he's just speaking about like um does never let his girls or kids go s- sleep over and just because of that fact but then um his daughter used to always get angry um, at him. And it wasn't until she was 18, and on the 18th birthday, uh, he asked her, what do you want? And she goes, I want to sleep mm-hmm. over. And they let her, but then um, she came back and said, man, you know, I used to be angry at you, but I'm so grateful that you did keep me at home because all her friends, they end up sharing that they had most of them being abused. Wow. Um, when they the sleeper, so, you know, yep. sometimes <laughs> it's um some of the choices we make for our kids, they don't understand, mm. and we feel like yeah. we're prohibiting cool. them. But um, uh, in that case, it was, like, something that she was blessed by later on. And I think for our for our parents or for our people that are watching, like, so how important it is to know where our children are going. Yeah. Um, the environments that they're going into um, and just man because we just never know hey, just like never know. you just never know what our kids might be carrying and who might be around so um, these conversations are good and just to hear you it's like oh only my sister and my brother mm. I go, oh,
0: yeah. one of one of the things that i um i also do with 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 our girls is to ask their, their friends mm. to meet them and then um, kind of get to know yeah. their f- their friends. Like you know, I ask just simple, quick who Who's at home? Mm. Uh, who's living at home? Mum and dad, as mum and dad, um, To get and some of them um, quite sad, as mum and my stepdad, or just just mum, uh, which is kind of give a bit of a, a, a idea. Okay, what's you know what's kind of it's not you know just. I hate to say like, you know, the judgment around it, but, you know, it's to be aware who, who am I actually giving my kids into, you know, mm. um, to hang out or hang around with. Um, yeah, it's just have a, yeah, I guess it's called it away. Just talk with them. It's mm. mm.
2: good. man. Good. What do you think also? You think some of these, these perpetrators and these predators? Do you think it's it's more becoming more prevalent now, more more accessible to these guys who are going and doing these things to to the likes of other kids or or even young adults? What do you, what do you think about those? Um, the, how easy it is nowadays? Do you think it's just become more accessible for these these guys? Yeah, these I people?
0: Th- I, th- I think one of the things that we also um, talk about in our work is. Um, it, you know if our if our means or, or anybody not talking about it, it will make it a lot easier for these guys to continue with their journey mm-hmm. because you know because as, as an example you know if if a, if a nephew if an uncle done something to the nephew and the nephews actually um, hasn't come forward or or, or, or or talk about it, then the uncles is more like you thinking you know, it's okay for me to continue that journey. Cause he doesn't know so so yeah I've, it's and and i guess like you know for the social media you know with accessible you know uh, for the perpetrator to reach you know um and i guess like you know with our of us parents as being busy you know uh with with our work and 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 other part of our life you know we don't really kind of having time with with team so yeah it's i f- i believe it is mm. but this is part of of the journey is to be able to encourage um some of s- someone you know victims out there to come come forward you know this is part of it is to be able to help and we then start to make it difficult with these guys that's Ooh. you know to continue mm. that that journey mm. that's
1: good man scary thought eh? Hey? Mm. And that makes it interesting just thinking about, um, you know, before we talked about forgiveness and, you know, forgive and forget. Um, And I I suppose thinking about the need for consequences or some sort of deterrent, you know, talking about it means that people are more aware and that means that hopefully it happens less. Um, But also there must be, uh, just thinking of like that whole um, mercy versus justice, Um, and how sometimes, you know, even though maybe revenge is not the right consequence for it, um, it, is important. Cool. <laughs> um. it is important, right, that there is some consequence, um, you know, not maybe not going through in revenge, like murder or anything extreme like that, but they should at least be made known, the perpetrators should be at least made known that they have done something wrong, um, because... You sort of have me see that maybe some of them don't even realize that it's wrong because Mm. either maybe it's happened to them and nothing happened and they think it's normal, so they go ahead and become perpetrators, not realizing that actually, hey, this is damaging someone else. So just it's just really interesting to think about all the different variables because every situation and scenario is different. So yeah, yeah, uh, it's just uh, it's really made me think there about what is the right course of action Mm. and yeah,
0: um, there there is no. Because each one of us have different ways of of uh, of healings in our journey. Mm. Some of some of them they wanted to want them to get locked up, mm. you know, or some of them they want to go to court, you know, um, to actually, you know, get it out there. Some of them um they in in peace with like you know I forgive you, you know, it's okay, and um from my my heart and you know like you know I forgive you. So yeah, it's no um. Each one of, of, of victims out there that will have their own ways of um, how they can. But what I think one of the things that we do have to remember, and I do have to remember, is I guess it. I don't know if it's the right word or, or not, because you know it's not whatever gonna happen to the perpetrator. is none of that's gonna it's gonna bring back what happened to the to the past, um, but you know if if your heart because some of them they get locked up but your heart is still they still you still have a broken heart right your soul is still not there so i think if if your heart is in the right place and you know okay i forgive you then you know whatever happened to the perpetrator you know Mm.
3: it's there should Mm. be consequences for the perpetrator in terms of like like um it stop happening to others. Yeah. Yeah A. Because like yeah, I feel like it's all good to forgive someone, but like if they carry on that same behavior yeah. then um it's allowing them to con someone else is yeah. gonna go through the yeah. trauma. So, so yeah. that's that's, yeah. that's
0: a big part of our encouragement for our, um, our, m- our Tony mm. is to encouraging them you know to talk to the family because some of them so they're family members yeah but they don't want to talk to to them because mm. or, or let anybody know <laughs> because they're gonna break their family apart. So that's that's hard because you know if, if we don't if you don't come forward and do something about it that person is going to do to somebody else maybe your cousin or maybe another cousin and somebody else so and we know that if a perpetrator done once it's more likely m- more likely is going to do it again mm. so I, f- I think when we look at it i think it's up to 50 the ripple effect because somebody here you know it could happen happen into somebody else so it's it's just out of array like you know it's when we actually tricky. look at the numbers and, and look at it and say wow it's alarming it's alarming stats man
2: should I wow. go live in... Nah, sorry. it's a lot That's a lot of Jeez. Damn. Man. Because what are your thoughts? What, what are your thoughts in terms of these perpetrators? Uh, obviously, we talk about a bit of justice or, or sometimes a bit of injustice. But because you said in terms of the family breaking up, if you were able to share this or disclose this to your family... and. And I've heard many stories. Oh, you bring our, bring shame to our family, yeah. all that kind of stuff. But what what are your thoughts in terms of um, how we deal with this as, as a as a group and as a culture, as a people? Do you think it's just it's obviously it's it's just damaging? You just why do why do you think we do that? In terms of the, the
0: ma the fucker I think it goes back into our falu way. And respect our um, nope. elderly. Mm. Um, which it make it l- even even harder, you know, for us to 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 talk about it, and and actually, you know, bring it? But you know, we also um, we also need probably our culture to think about, you know, the the impact that will have into um, other people around later on in their life. And look at that, you know how yeah how important it is to let it know and you know there, because even if the perpetrator come you know come forward and we make you know f- the family can make peace off, or they they get get, get charged and things like that, so w- that will stop there. It will save I don't know the next generation and the next generation from it. Yeah. So I think we we we'll probably our culture needs to look at. Look at that, rather than looking at oh, you're bringing shame and yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, into yeah. our our family. So I I think and I'm yeah I'm hoping it's our cultures is really really challenging to you know mm. to talk about you know these things and how we can how how can we uh make it okay for our kids to talk about it and accept them or, or or hear their story without feeling like you know oh you know he's a high chief or maybe he's a priest mm. or maybe he's a he's a minister you know we don't have to yeah it's it's a challenge it's hard, eh? it's hard
3: yeah. one. ever since you've started this line of work have you seen a, a lot more um, Samoan men come forward mm. not really
0: not really I, I think there's 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 another brother down in Taranaki uh, he he's a an ex uh, rugby player as well. I think he um he moved here for contract. Uh, he's the only one that I know of that actually speak openly oh, as well. Yeah. Um, good. And it was really nice. I went down to Taranaki and he shared his story down there with his mum oh, in wow. the room. You know, and he, he just quiet. You know, his mum was quiet. I was able to stand by him and you know, and then sing the song um at at the end so i think it's only him and then i i'm working with uh i think there's one another new zealand born um Samoan new zealand born um or two so at the moment there's only three that i know of actually come forward yeah. plus the the brother ray i don't know if you guys
3: remember ray uh, um uh, are we allowed to talk about this thing <laughs> <laughs> sorry Ray if you <laughs> haven't um, openly come out no, he he's actually he's actually okay. open i I, oh, okay. I
0: done another um, I another podcast oh Ray, Ray. Yeah. oh Ray Marcella. yeah he's like Ray yes yes
2: mm. awesome
0: he, yeah he he was the one that actually oh, um, wow. kind of mm. encouraged me to You're to right. come publicly and, and talk about it, it was Ray mm.
3: I don't yeah. know so, I man I'll just imagine how tough it is mm. to you know, share your, out, story. Yeah, she your story, come on and share your uh, story. But I think it's needed. Mm. Um, our poor our young people, they have to carry a lot. Of, even our men that, you know, you said it takes two, 20 to 40, 40, years, years. 40 years. Someone to come on. and, oh, you know, that struggle that you have to carry for all these years. And, man, mm. just hopefully that someone up there that's listening that you don't need to carry this, that they feel guilty, they feel judged, that you can yeah that you can take back um control yeah so thank you so for mm-hmm. just sharing mm-hmm. your story man I don't love her. And you don't have to wait that long eh? to 20 yeah, 40 no, years hard hard just up. deal with it
0: yeah th- i think it's that's what it is and that's the i think that's the the goal now is to be able to um how can you know, how yeah. can we cut that numbers down? You know, maybe some of them that's probably only just beginning of their journey to realise this is not all right. Mm. Um, to actually come come straight forward and, and find yeah, just talk 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 to us about it, one on one. And um there is help out there for any you know, any of the brothers out there that there is a help out there. And uh it is confidentiality. You know, it doesn't have to be really open um, Yeah, yeah it's going to take quite a bit of a time until you actually you know come out and, and talk about it uh, some of them they they just don't want to talk about it at all you know some so yeah
3: so someone can access support um get like the support but they don't really have to share it's all on their terms yeah cool yeah so they um
0: in in our work we've got a confidentiality form mm. Everything say everything that they say they stay with us. Um and any notes, it's only us that can see it. Except for Ray, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh about from that, if I mean the the long term um hoping that, you know, mm-hmm. for somebody that heal down the journey and then be able to come, come yeah. out and share the story because it will help somebody to yeah, relate right. to their story yeah. and, and say, wow, you know, I can actually do this as well. Awesome. That's awesome, awesome. Mm. Sorry, awesome.
3: also in, in terms of like other organizations or peer support, is there many around New Zealand or is there any one main one And Like how can men access the, the service? Yeah, so there's, uh, as I mentioned before, so uh, Male
0: Survivors Aotearoa is a, is a covenant body uh, and we, they have 11, uh, under, uh, male survivors, Aotearoa. Uh, there's one in Wellington. There's one in Kinderbury, There's one in, um, Dunedin, uh, there's one in Waikato, um, and then us and Bear Plenty. There's actually a better blokes here in Auckland, blacks, uh, to, blacks, yeah. to reach out with them. There's a and Butter. that actually worked there, um, as well. Um, and then there's one up in uh, Whangarei. Um, Kispen, and then Hawke's Bay. That's, um, so I think the, the easiest way, if they go on to male survivors out there, or they'll be able to find the apprentices over there that they can reach out for means. I believe there's only us that are actually working with with male survivors of sexual abuse um, in New Zealand, Apart from SAFE um that's the bigger organisation that actually get the call and um toto mm. yeah, i think there's one one of them that take male and female but for male is only um, male survivors
1: otelo mm. amazing work also <laughs> amazing work man it kind of just makes me think about the importance of like it's cool that you moved from Auckland, you know, there's a lot of our people in Auckland and I think sometimes we get comfortable because we feel safety, you know, in our community. Um, But I think it sort of just raised an idea in my head about the importance of being able to once we get to a certain point, to move out and you know, be, be part of the outreach, like move to some of the other places that maybe we have pockets of our people there, but maybe there's not enough support. And it's cool that you've gone to Tauranga and you're able to be sort of a beacon for our people down there. Um, and it's just, you know, you talked about modelling, um, being able to normalise conversations, and it's cool for you to also model how we can not only just heal from it, but we can move to other places yeah. outside of our community and still thrive and still support others who are going through so i think that's awesome what you've done and what you've you've modeled for us yeah. um i think it's amazing okay. um you. one of the one of the thoughts that came to mind actually as you were talking about because i remember a hit, seeing a video where you talked about this about 20 to 40 years to come forward and it reminded me of the story about um the dangers of a forgotten wedge so when you chop down a tree they would chop it with an axe and then there's this wedge that they would hit into the tree and that makes it easier for the tree to topple and i remember hearing this story i think it might have been from church actually um where this boy um was helping his father chop down a tree he put the wedge in there and then something happened where he got called for dinner so he left the wedge there completely forgot about it um and he never ever removed the wedge. The tree mm. continued to grow, and mm. eventually the tree grew around it. Um, but then one day a storm came, and typically trees of that size can withstand the storm. Yeah. But this tree, as big as it was, fell to oh. the wind, and it was because yeah. that wedge was forgotten about yeah. and it was never removed. Mm. And it just that story came to mind as you talked about the importance of finding healing and the journey of healing as opposed to just forgetting that it yep. ever happened yep. so yeah thank
0: definitely 100 yeah. like you know it's it's really and that's what it is you know just encouraging you know don't leave it you know please don't leave it you know i'm really encouraging you know um if if you if if it does come up in the memories that you know uh it's the best thing to do is to talk to somebody that's you know you close to disclose to somebody because we're more likely we're going to forget about it and walk away and say, you know, it's it's okay.
1: Um, and and that's exactly what you, you just, just said, you know. I have a question about that too. Did you ever feel like there are times when people go through trauma and they want to forget about it so bad that they almost trick themselves into believing it never happened? And sometimes they might have things like dreams where it comes to them, but they're like, nah, that couldn't have happened in denial. Did you ever go through um a time like that where you're just like nah, that couldn't have happened Oh, def- that's a doubt, yeah, definitely, like you know you're kind of like trying to talk
0: yourself out of it like you know nah can't this is can't be, can't be, you know, and and it, it's the it's the time that I was really uh, into the rugby, and I know like you know I was thinking nah nah, nah, this can't be, you know i I'm, I'm I'm strong, i've you know, I can play, I, I also play with this guy that actually done it with, you know, done it to me. And I was thinking, nah, this can't be happened. You know, no, no way. But yeah, it's, it, and I guess, I, kn- I know it was, you know, I, I was doing it to make myself feel better in trying to do not believe it, like it's actually hap- that it actually happened. Um, and ho- I think my hope was, um, if I continue doing it, that will never affect me. Mm. Um, but I think the, 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 the thing, the one thing that kept bringing it up to me was my, my kids, mm. my girls. Yeah. That's, um, that's when I was like, no, I, c- I can't keep continuing doing this to, to myself, pretending that this is not, didn't happen. Mm. Because if if my if it happened to my girls, then um, I'll be, you know, I'll be really disappointed, or probably, will you know, <laughs> take my own life, or, you know, you know, for not actually coming out and do it, you know, and do something about it. So again, that's an encouragement for our, again uh, for our means out there, like you know, please don't, you know, don't pretend that it didn't, or trying to talk yourself out of it. You know, some some of the the, you know, our means is they do go through that journey. Mm. But you know, it's think about, you know, what if it happened to your kids, or if you do have kids, you know, yeah. or, s- or one of the family members as well, some. Mm. Thank, you. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, well said also. Well said.
2: Any, any last words, uh, Charles?
3: Nah, I just admire your courage also and your strength. Um oh I did want to ask um how's your wife
0: now Um she's she's doing really really well we've done a, um she she actually done a 6 6 uh, weeks radiation before we moved down, so it's been a year we done a first scan and um done a first scan at the end of last year being a one year of the radiation so everything is, is 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 going good um but she, yeah, she struggled with her headaches. Um, so we're just, you know, we're just, just playing, and as I reminding her that, you know, if, um, it's out of out of our control, you know. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna keep you comfortable and, you know, and enjoy our time. Mm-hmm. As we know, as, you know, if we worry too much about it, it's going to impact her, yeah. it's going to impact me, it's going to impact our girls, <laughs> so we're gonna, you know, we're trying our best to keep her as um I guess uh comfortable and happy. Cool. And and do life.
3: Mm. Malua.
0: Thank you. No, nah, yeah. yeah well love we'll, love
3: we'll, we'll keep her in prayer also. Yeah, man. Again, yeah. I just wanted to thank you for your courage and your strength and keep up the awesome work also. Um I fear we'll keep you in prayer. And um yeah, just um Pray all the best for you and your family and your England and the work that you do, mm, Thank Malala. you. And, and likewise with you, Paul. You know, I
2: think Jamin had it on the hit it on the head. Your demeanor for someone who's gone through such mm. a lot. You know, you still remain resilient. You're still strong. You're still you're still here, um, and I love the fact that you um, you're still, you still you're very positive. And so it brings a lot of inspiration to not only um, us but also to other men out there who may be going through the same, uh, same issues. And so also um, thank you so much. But usually we, we give a gift. Oh, uh, we give a, a gift to our guests. And this is a bit of a this is a bit of a caricature, a bit of a, uh, a cartoon for you. Also, this is for you on behalf of the mandate team. My love, also that's for you.
0: Oh man. <laughs>
2: oh my I love. Oh. Don't really love, also.
0: No, I just um you know, again just wanna thank you. You know, um Paftai Lo Fumalangalima Long Shingalof. Yeah. Wom for you for um fashion equal off yeah, And you just um yeah, give grace to the Lord, you know, for the opportunity that we uh get to share. And have this opportunity to um, share my journey and we just you know, we just hope, you know, you you guys are part of um, of my journey now, you know, of of sharing if we if we able to help one one of the brothers out mm-hmm. there to find healing in their, their journey or come forward or seek help. Um, that's all it matter really, isn't it? Like, you know, um but yeah, apart from that, you know, um you yeah, just pray to the Lord, you know, f- to yeah bless you guys you know with uh with what you guys do you know and uh continue the journey because you know without these things you know um our stories wouldn't be able to go out and you know, thank you for allowing me to to share the journey um yeah thank you man also
2: oh. oh, is, is there anyone you can think of that, you, that would be ideal to come on the podcast do you think they would be beneficial to come on the podcast and uh in the same oh, yeah, oh, anyone or anyone you can I think know, of yeah. Really? anyone it could be anyone that you can think of maybe Mm. Ray
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I think that yeah probably reach out to Ray and also the brother um that you mentioned before um no 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 uh what's his name down in Christchurch
3: oh Matt Brown
0: (coughs) Um, Brown, I'm hoping to um uh, yeah I'm hoping to catch up with him on Sunday he's doing uh he's doing an event down in Rodoroa oh cool. Mm. cool I'm hoping to go down and and meet him uh, also. Yeah, m- maybe him, he's got an amazing story as well. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, also.
2: Yeah. Man, awesome. Thank you once again, also I tell a lover. Um, but guys, please like, um, subscribe, and also we look forward to your wealth and our comments. And as usual, brothers,
3: refine, unlock, and Indeed. take charge. Mandy.